0: here quite a while and God never moved me. See God never from the first time I came here the first, how many times I tried to move how many times I didn't even love this place but the church you listen to the church God sent me here and you talk about fighting and war but look who's still standing me look at me I'm still here with the word of God Okay, 20 something years, I'm still standing and I've had, I've had uh, all kind of stuff, all kind of opposition. We're going to run him out, not only to Merced, back to Jamaica. Here I am still. Praise the Lord. So um, thank God for defense. You know, these defense uh, weapons that you have that stand there and <coughs> stand between me and the blows. When <clears throat> shots are fired at me, <laughs> it doesn't even bother me. Those, those are words. Words doesn't bother me. Shots doesn't bother me. You know, my skin is too tough. I've been in the, in the ministry too long. You can't say nothing to bother me. See, you can't say nothing that offend me. I've heard it. I've been called names. <laughs> and uh, I, I've suffered because of the color of my skin. And not, not so much now, but in the past, even when I came here and I told them, I said, I know they, they didn't like the color of my skin because I was better looking. <clears throat> so I said uh, to them, do you drink coffee? They say, yes. I said, do you drink coffee out of a black cup? Yeah. I said, the black cup is me. Okay. <clears throat> so you got to, as a preacher, you got to stand up because you're going to have opposition. And you also have to know how to forgive. A forgiving spirit. And that's what this church has. We have a compassionate spirit. We help people. And many times, you don't know. Many of you remember. We had two men here. That took us to court for one year. That we they were working for us. That was a lie. We gave them a place upstairs for office. And they turn around and sue us. And the judge ran them out of court. So we've. We've helped people. And we've gone to court. One whole year, we were in court. And my, my wife got anointed in the courthouse and began to preach. And the judge run. The, the guys, you ever seen a couple of black guys begin to turn blacker? Okay, so you get my message. So I don't, you know, when God sent you to build a church, you're going to build it. And those of you who have been here a long time know what I've been through. And here I am. And here you are. For a purpose because I'm determined as long as God let me to take this church on. That's what I'm determined for. And uh, I'm going to do my job. Because uh, nobody, nobody can stop the work of God. Nobody. You say, but no, you cannot. Nobody can stop the work of God. You say, but I stopped it only because it's over. It's over. Because you put them in the fire. And they cannot get burned. The lions cannot eat them. Okay? So you put your trust in God. This church it went through storms and it went through everything. But here we are. And this is a good this is enough people to preach to. When you have what you heard tonight from that young lady over there, come on. She's worth ten. You can't find that quality so easily. Go 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 and go and find a lady like that. Stand up with the anointing and the word. That's that's a gifted child of God right there. And her mother got up. And I was telling Brother Andrew how lucky he is, how blessed he is. And uh, there's not a man on the face of the earth that I corrected more than this man. Somebody say you compromise? No, I don't. I don't. But look at him. See? They uh, we were away, and they, they what they call him the preaching machine in Tennessee. The brother got up and he was good. And we went up in the night again and they all was good and the ladies were so good. And I I I brought them out and then, you know, a little bit showing off like you know me. <laughs> Ray from Merced. But they did make me feel good, like tonight. See? My weapons of war. That's that's what you call uh, passing it on. I did I did that. The Lord used me to put this ministry in here. And that's what you produce. Okay, show me what you produce. Go ahead and show me what you produce. Okay, let's put one of them beside one of yours. That's how you work it. Okay, so this is a great church and I appreciate all of you. But you all know I'm a warrior. So don't you get surprised. You're, you know I'm a fighter. You fight me, I fight you back. Okay, that's the way I am. A warrior you fight me, I fight you back. That's just plain. Okay, you fight me, then I'm going to fight you back. You don't believe that? Okay. So, that's why God sent me here. I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. You fight me, I'll fight you back. Anytime, any place, anywhere, I'll fight you back. Because I know God's on my side. And you're going to lose, not me. Because God's with me already proven God. I've been on the mission field. I traveled around the world with without one dollar in my pocket. you never done that, have you? I didn't have a dollar in my pocket. Off around the world, from the Philippines to San Francisco. Not a do- I had 25 cents. Remember? You're laughing. It's true. When I arrived in San Francisco, before I start this church, you have strife and name calling. Remember now, I didn't write the book. It's in your Bible. You don't have brotherly love. You've lost that. Uh, uh, Ephesus, they had first love. They left it or lost it, whatever. But you go down to the last church, the last age, the uh, Laodicean church age. And that's where we are right now, time-wise. Okay? That means there's not a multitude that's being saved. You see, they go to church. You might have a crowd, but they're dead. Most of them. Most churches are dead. Most people in church are just sit there and look. And their minds, they're not reaching out. Very few places you can go or look or see where they're in fire. They just sit there. And they're warming the bench. They, they're not zealous about the word of God. They, they, the devil just have them like that. And the age, I'm, I'm trying not to go there. But I have to go there a little bit. But I really don't want to go there. But it's like Sister Letty, why didn't you wait before you go there? That way, you know. But in Revelations chapter 3. Now there were seven, listen. There are seven church ages. Type of what the church that came out of the upper room would go through. The first one was Ephesus. When they had brotherly love. Oh, didn't they said, oh, they love one another. They were disciples and they shared their possession equally and no one lacked. Whatever they had, they shared it. Do you see that spirit today? Not much. We lost that spirit. But when the church came out of the upper room, they were loved. They sold their possession, didn't they? And they laid it at the apostle's feet. Do you see that? You, you, you're you, lucky to get tithed and offerings. It's a different spirit. That spirit of love is not there. They've lost it. The the church has lost the first love. They've left their their first love. So here we come down now. At the end, okay, the end of the church age when Christ is coming back to set up his kingdom on the earth. That's where we are right now. You look around, not many, because most of the church is already made up. You understand what I mean? Most of the company, the bridal company, are those that is going to be in the bride. It's already made up. See, majority, okay, uh, if you read Revelation 7, majority, I'm not talking about the bridal company and so on, but majority that will be in the kingdom will come later and they will go through the great tribulation. You know why? Because there's things in us that need to be worked out. I might hide it from you. Or you might hide it from me. But God knows it. And God has everything written down in his book. Now God doesn't have a book like how you and I have a book. Okay? Uh, You and I have a book, right? And God has a book. But the difference between you and God's book, your book and God's book, book, is that something happened to you. Alright? Something happened to you. And you remember. And even if you come to an altar. And accept Christ as your savior. You still remember. And the devil use it and say. You're not forgiven. I want you to listen to me now? Say you're not pardoned. You're not forgiven. Because every time you lift your hands up. He convicts you and says you hypocrite. You know you're lying. And you, you throw your hands up. Because you don't feel that you're. Because the devil knows. And how to read your book. So he brings it back to you. And convicts you. And a lot of people get discouraged and say, "I thought I was saved, but I'm not saved. How come I feel this way? I can't forget what I did when I was out there in the world. I can't forgive, uh, forget what I done. No, but because you're made up that way. See, you're you're made up to remember, so you won't do it again. So you can't uh, forget it. But that's why you have to have faith now. Faith comes in." Where you overcome by faith. Where the devil tell you that you're not forgiven. But you look and say devil you're a liar. I'm washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And we don't walk walk by feeling or by sight. But we walk by faith. Now the difference between your book. Your memory book and mine. Is that I said you don't forget. And therefore you don't forget so. I remember what you did to me, and you get bitter or you get upset or whatever it might be. Not so with God. God, uh, has a book, and it's not written, but it's the mind of God. And God, uh, what God does is that everything is written. He knows everything about you. But when you, when, when you come to Him and accept Him as your Savior, He blots out of His mind. Or his book. Everything that's wrong against you. All your sins. And he forgives you. And God himself cannot remember it. Although you remember. You remember. But God doesn't remember. So the sin that you remember. And you're, you're, you're condemning yourself. You don't want to go to church. You can't lift your hands up. God already don't even know. God forgot those things. Amen? And what does he do? He takes your sin and he casts it into the the bottomless ocean as far as the east is from the west. I remove your sins and your iniquity. And what did he say? And I will remember them no more. So therefore, when you stand before God in the judgment, there is no sin. If you could only understand that, you'd dance for joy tonight. But, but you see, you don't believe that. And the devil plagued you with unbelief. The devil said, oh, look at you, what you've done. That's the devil. That's not God. God doesn't remind you of sin as long as you repent. It's when you don't repent, he reminds you to repent. And what the Lord was doing in these seven books are seven churches, was pointing out their sins so they could repent. He said, repent or hell." And repentance means that your sins are removed from the mind of God. Repentance means you send your sins on before you. You don't cover them. Because you can't cover. There's no covering. Beside the blood of Jesus, is that nice? Yeah. Then go down to uh, to the uh, the church at Thyatira. What verse is it? Can you? Thank you, brother. Uh, what what what? Uh, go go to Thyatira. What what verse is that? Chapter two, verse eighteen. Two, verse 18. Now, remember, there are seven churches, but I I want to just go through quickly here because I I didn't want to go there, but these sisters start me up and. Uh, Trying to get away from prophecies into the resurrection and so. But two says, unto the angel, verse 18. Verse 18 says, That's Ephesus. That's verse 1. Go down to verse 18. Okay, now let's read. And unto the angel of the church entire thought. Remember, each church had an individual angel. Okay? It's not that one angel over there controlling. The church over there, each the angel had a pastor. He's a pastor. Each church had a pastor. Therefore, uh, another pastor couldn't come to this church and tell me what to do. I give orders. If a pastor says a pastor come here and begin to put and give order, he's out of order already. This is this is disordered because there's only one shepherd, one angel in that church. And who did the Lord write to? To the angel. Of the church. Where? In Thyatira. But you have the angel of the church in Merced. And you have to protect the saints of God in Merced. It's the duty of the angel or the pastor. It's not anybody. You can't have a multiple of pastor. You'll have confusion. It's like a child. It's like a child of three daddies. And when they say go to your daddy. The child is confused. Oh no because three daddies over there. The same thing with a church. You're confused who's your pastor. Well, I we got three of them. Which one are you talking about? There's no such thing. There's only one pastor. For each church. Any church. And when that pastor is over, God give another pastor and another pastor. There can only be one pastor. No more than you can have two wives. And on to the angel of the church in Thyatira Right, Remember now, Thyatira had a different letter. And what, go, what went for Ephesus didn't go for Thyatira. And what you did in another church, you can't do it here. Every church is sovereign. These things said the Son of God. Who's speaking? Well, who is the Son of God? Well, would you listen to the Son of God? And if I'm here telling you the Son of God wrote it, would you believe it? All right, so I must be right. These things said the Son of God, who had his eyes light unto a flame of fire. You don't play it fire do you you get burned up it see through you see I I don't know I, I let me throw this in the sea of glass I stood on the sea of glass where do you think the sea of glass is mingled with fire where do you think it's going to be you think it's up there it's God is gonna light this world Pssh. but and set it on fire second Peter chapter 3 he will purify the earth with fire and I saw them stand and stood under the uh, the sea mingled with fire that it's going to burst, burn you and purge you. Just like the sea of glass. Do you know what the sea of glass is? Have you ever stood before a mirror and you see well there, you're standing on glass you become where God sees through you everything about you. It's called the sea of glass you can't cover it up. That's how it's going to purge this, this world. I stood on the sea, not the sea of sand anymore because that's going to turn to glass a mirror didn't he, didn't he say that? We with open face beholding us in that glass. The glory of God we are changed Into the same image. So when you stand on that sea of glass. And you see yourself. Oh my God. oh What the monster changed me Lord. You see yourself. And if God ever revealed yourself. And ever put you before the mirror of his word. You say oh God worries me. But the trouble is. We don't want to look into the mirror. But God's gonna make us stand on the sea of glass. You can't hide from God. Every, before you get in the kingdom, everybody stands on the sea of glass. Then it goes on mingled with fire. They said, Oh, it's heaven, heaven is pure. It's down there, it's going to burn down. So let him purge you now. When you get done, search me, like let you say, Oh God, cry out to the Lord. These things said the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire. Oh, would you like? Somebody come up and they're burning. Their eyes are beaming as fire. How would you like that? Huh? That's what the Son of God, who had His eyes like they, it penetrates, it goes right through you. And His eyes like a flame of fire, it burns out anything. No, nothing can be hid. And His feet are like fine brass. I know Thy works. I know Thy works. Okay, your charity. There's good giver. They love to give charity and service. They work in the church, did some work. And your faith. They had some faith. And thy patience. And thy works. And the last to be more than the first. Verse 20. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. What was these few things? It was a few things, but they were big. They were big things. He said because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Now remember everybody know by this time Jezebel was dead hundreds of years. But her spirit, see spirit is contagious. When you take on a spirit, you don't know that you're taking on a spirit of somebody that had died maybe 2,000 years ago. But that spirit needs someone to possess. And Jezebel had died, but her spirit was was alive. And he came over in the church in Thyatira. That's why a pastor has to be conscious of what allows in churches. Because spirits... Or you don't understand that. Or you only think it's just the flesh. And you look with your natural eyes. You don't, not you don't know the spirits. You don't know that the devil is using you. You think it's God. Get down on your knees and, and pray. Get down on your knees and say, oh God, if this is the devil, take it away from me. And before you know it, you'll see what happened. Or you'll see what happened. Huh? You Don't go and say, no, I don't have a demon. Get down on your knees and ask God to reveal what's going on in you. Why am I like this? Why am I feeling like this? You might have a spirit that need to come out. It's a deception spirit. And this woman was dead but her spirit was still alive. In what? The New Testament church as soon as it started. I wonder what kind of spirits we have. Oh I tell you. I tell you. I'll get down on my knees and I pray. Many nights. I ask God to take things out of me and help me. Don't let me be deceived. It's a dece- Be not, Jesus said, Watch, see that you're not being not deceived. People come in churches and deceive you. Read Jude. They crept in unaware. You think, My God, that's a that's a holy apostle. And that time it's a, an unholy devil. And here's what happened. I gave space. What, what I'm trying to show you by the word of God is to develop your discernment, because unless you have discernment today, coming down fire Thyatira and Laodicea, they didn't know that Jezebel was there. Yeah. And when the letter was read, many of them maybe walk out and said, "Come on, now, that's not true. The woman been dead. They're blind as a bat." Because what Jesus said, Jezebel is in your church. It wasn't, it wasn't the pastor, and he said the pastor said. The Lord sent a letter to us that Jezebel is in the church through John. What? They look around and says, but sometimes Jezebel doesn't mean a woman anymore. It's a spirit can be in a man. And a woman too. So you've got to look out for the spirit. Now, do you think that those is in the Bible for, for nothing? It's for us. I gave, no to what? I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she didn't repent. She was hard, stubborn. She's right. I'm not going to listen. I'm just going to do what I have to do. No pastor is going to tell me what to do. Huh? pastor can't tell me what to do. I'm smarter than pastor. The day that you're smarter than pastor, you need to pray for another pastor because otherwise you're lost. That's right. Otherwise you're lost. And if the pastor cannot lead you forward. And give you the word of God. And preach to where your soul. Is blessed. If you will listen. Oh this is serious. This is not a game. Your soul is not a game. This is not a joke. And men will play with your soul. Because in their heart. They know you're not not that bright. So they fool you. But you ever look at people that try to fool you and says, look, get out my face and rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ and says, tell them, well, well, I'm a pastor, I build a church. Raise your church? Raise the church you have, you build? Behold, I will cast her into a bed. Look what's going to happen now. A bed, a church. It become a bed. But what kind of a bed it is? And Them that commit adultery with her. Spiritual adultery. They're praising the Lord but their heart's not right. They're worshipping idols. What's going to happen? I'm going to cast them into great tribulation. Is the church. We have a little club. Let's discuss. Is the church is going through the tribulation. They don't even know the scripture. And you. Oh yes they're great. Really great. Oh God. Easily deceived. Christians are easily deceived. The devil know it. You know why? Because they got too many voices coming in. Look what happened up there. If I'm right, did Jesus no? That's the Lord talking. Here's what he said Behold, I'm going to cast her into a bed. And then not commit adultery with her into what? Into so is a part of the, of the church going through the great tribulation? Yes. If you lie in the bed of Jezebel. You're going to go through. Because those that escape. Is those that have been justified. Sanctified. Set apart. Holy. Into the image of God. It's not just getting around. Because who's going to the tribulation. That doesn't make sense. When we don't even know how to possess her. Our, our vessels in sanctification and turn to God and show the right spirit and forgive one another I can discuss all I want to he said the Lord said except they're going to go through great tribulation you know what they're going to es- those that escape yeah those that escape repent except they repent of their deeds you see the way to escape the tribulation do you see that? And if you don't repent of your deeds, you're gonna go through the great tribulation. And it's not just well, is the church? They say general. Is the church gonna go through the great tribulation? But you ask something: What church? What is the church doing? Huh? What are you mean? The church that's changing, that's kicking Jezebel out of the bed. You gotta kick Jezebel out of the bed, out of your heart, out of your mind. Of your life, you got to kick that spirit out. Otherwise, you'll go through the great tribulation. And I will kill her children. Notice here. I will kill her children with death. You know, that's a mysterious uh, thing because when you sleep in bed with somebody, somebody's going to get pregnant. Okay? So you sleep in Jezebel, bed, whatever. Somebody's going to get pregnant and have children. See how far it goes? And the Lord said, when the kid's born, I'll kill them. That means you'll have addition to the church, but there'll be dead babies. There'll be 50-year-old baby, but they're dead. They can't even praise the Lord. They don't love God. They're dead. you got a dead church. That's what the devil does. See, when you flirt with Jezebel's spirit, you die. And the joy and the power that you once had, it's gone. So what do you do? Repent. God, I'm sorry that I took all my spirit against the church. Forgive me. And then you're going to feel God. You don't believe that? But go and do you what you want to do. Have your way. You'll be tormented. That devil will attack you because you belong to him. But here's what the Bible said. And I will kill our children with death. The Bible is not for little kids. When I say little kids, I mean, babies in God that, you know, touchy. Because the Bible really tell you off. And that me. The Bible tell you off. Jesus tell you off. And you sit there and you get mad at the pastor because you don't want to get mad at God. But you're really mad at God. Because you know the pastor never write it. But you want to get mad at something because Instead of letting that spirit out. And say get out of me Satan. You get mad. And I'll show the pastor. I'll show God. You can't get to God. So you get to the pastor. But the Lord said. I'll kill her children with death. You love a church but they're dead. And what's what's good having a big baby. And it's dead. Hmm? You have a big son home. Sit down. Don't do nothing. Just dead. Never no life. And I'm not criticizing anything. I'm trying to show you. You have a big old church. But they're all dead. You better off having a little. Lively baby bouncing. Baby church that's running up and down. And kicking over things. And you have to say Johnny sit down. He's life? I come here sometime. And some of you. You get so cold, you will wander on fire. You get cold like a dog's nose. Cold. Because you let, you're let letting somebody sap your spirit when you're on fire for God. Where are the singing men and women? Where are the dancing men and women? Well, I don't know. I don't know if the church is right. Look at you. Look at your face. Look at you. Oh my God. You got to get on fire and cast the devil out of the church. This is no time for cowardness. No time for undefense. It's time to stand up for Almighty God. Who? Who is on the Lord's side? You don't know seriously. It's your soul. You think it's a game? Do you think the devil is playing? Let me tell you something. When the Lord cast out the demons, remember, out of that man was it a man? And the demons begged him, say, "Please let us go into the pigs. Don't send us out into the deep." And the Lord gave him permission. They went. You know what? The, you know what the pigs do, did? The pigs would rather drown themselves. They ran fast, violently down a steep hill. They didn't walk. They drowned themselves. I'm not saying to do it. They'd rather drown themselves than have demons in them. Than come under the influence of the devil, under the influence of Jezebel. Repent and chase that spirit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gossip, gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church, church, church. Then oh you should go, my God. And God Almighty, hear all of that stuff. It's time to serve the Lord. You're either going to have a good church or no church. You think you think God is just so desperate for a church? No. But he's going to have it right. You're not going to get in heaven. None of us are going to get anywhere. Unless we change our spirit. Repent. Otherwise God said you're going to go through the great tribulation. But they don't tell you that. right? They make you feel like, oh, you just... Everybody, all everybody just we're not we're going to be gone. No. Read the rest of the story. And I will kill them the clothes begin to clothes. I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and heart, and I will give unto every one of you according to your work. You know what he does? He search. Look what he does. Let me go over it again. All the churches shall know. Look at that. A secret thing become public now. They will know that I am he which searches the reins and the heart. He search you. You can't hide. You run away. You're home. On your knees and the bed. I get down on my knees at night and God convict me. Convict me and search me. And I ask him to do it. Help me. Reveal how ugly I am. He'll do it for you. Ask him to reveal. Ask him to reveal, reveal you to you, and he will do it. And ask him to save you. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But but unto you I say, and unto the rest in Tyathara. as many as I have not this doctrine. See, it was a doctrine. It was a doctrine. And which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put none of you, none of put upon you none of none of the burden. Is that it? But that ritual that was already hold on. What do you have? Hold it. Don't let anybody take it away from you. You got salvation, you got the Holy Ghost, you got faith in God, you got faith in the word of God, sanctification, justification. Hold it. You got a church that preaching the truth. Hold it. Don't let nobody take it from you. When somebody worm around you. And stake around you. And put thoughts in your mind. To leave the church or do something else. You don't even know. Amen. You don't even know. I'm trying to handicap the pastor. So he can't preach the word of God. And then the church is gone. Because if the pastor cannot preach with liberty and freedom, you don't have a church, and you're not going to be saved. He said, "I'll be saved, really? When you work iniquity, when you try to destroy a church, and you're going to be saved? Who do you think God is? Huh? Nobody can get in that works iniquity. I don't care what if your name is Reverend Joe Brown. I don't. I'm not picking any. That's just a name. Whoever is Joe Brown, I don't mean that. That just popped up in my mind." It could be Santa Claus. I'm not picking anybody. <laughs> okay. Is there another verse? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I need that overcome it and keep at the works unto the end. To him will I give power. Do you see that? You want power over the nation? You might be alone. Somebody don't stand with you. Just obey the word of God. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about nothing. Obey God, like Tatiana was saying obey God because here's what you're gonna you're gonna have power over the nation what are you working for little praises now huh I, I love I love to go to fellowship I love my brothers but if I don't have fellowship with my brothers that that doesn't mean anything as long as I have fellowship with Christ amen and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessel of the potter shall they be broken to shivers. Even as I receive of my father. And I will give him the morning. Oh my God. I will give him the morning star. You know what the morning star is? Where were you when the morning star sang together? That that will be. He's going to give you that, uh, that crown. Of that dawning. Of that new day. When you will be one of the singers. You will sing the anthem. That open up the new heart. He that had an ear, Let him hear. What the spirit said unto the churches. Amen. Now. I wanted to go to Laodicea. But I went to Thyatira. But Letty did a good job with Laodicea. And you got that. Go home tonight because I don't have time to... And I don't want to overgrow my message. I didn't know I was... Forgive me, please. I didn't know I was going to go here. Sister Letty. blame her. She went there and then I couldn't. I got inspired. It means the Lord wanted to go there. You got to follow the Lord. See, Sister Letty got up and got anointed over that. And she went to Laodicea. I said, read... The ledition because I've been reading these books. That's why I tell you when I say read it because I, that's all I do. I, I get up in the morning. But every time I wake up in the morning, I start in scriptures or lesson or studying until I go to bed at night. Whatever time that might be, see, because that's our life. And I study all day, and um, I, I I I um I I'm searching because I want this church not to come behind but to be. To be moved up and get the mind of God. So you're need you smarter. You're sitting out there. You've been around. You know pastor. You know that. That uh, I'm fighting for you. That you will stay in church. I'm fighting for you. That you will go forward. Don't you know I feel good when I see you stand up here. And tell the devil get out your face. Hmm? Instead of letting the devil push you around. When you can stand up as a shining light for Jesus Christ. And say look buddy. You can't fool me. That's discerning a spirit. Don't just give up and follow. Yes, ah, yes, yes, yes. Come on, get out of that mode. You're just a yes, yes person. For what? I only say yes steady to Jesus. I reserve the right to oppose anything else. And God has used me, a wife, to build this church and others. You think I'm just going to sit down and let it go? And somebody tear it up? You think so? Huh? That's not the way it works. My teachers told me. You never you never run away from a fight. When the devil pick a fight, don't start it, but don't back off. And let the devil know that there's a God in, in Israel. There's a God in the church. Like Goliath, David, David never picked the fight, Goliath started it. But David got the stones. And we've got the word of God. And we will use the word of God against the devil. So I want to let you know that we've got fighting men and fighting women in this church. And we're gonna stand up. We are listen, we're gonna stand up for Jesus Christ and build a church. We're gonna continue. So who's on the Lord's side? It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. We we um we are we are building a church and I thank God for for tonight.